Hour number two of the Bill Michaels Show. Good to have everybody on the network. Love it. Good stuff. This portion of our program brought to you by the great people at Quick Trip. And I am getting reports from all of you all over the state. The first hour of the program, I had talked about Cider Boys and the Caramel Apple. I can't find it. Uh, Jesse found it at a Quick Trip up in Fond du Lac. Uh, he said he picked it up there. They were just actually bringing it in. Uh, but I have not found Everybody else is sending me bars that serve it. Like it's on tap now as a special, you know, October beer, October, November beer. I'm looking to buy it. I'm looking to take it home. I'm looking for it in bottles. So I appreciate it. Don't get me wrong. But I'm looking forward to, to take it home. I was over at Woodman's today. I was up uh, last week at Pembine in Pembine at a couple of different uh, convenience stores. There was one in Peshtigo I stopped at, a liquor store, a full-blown liquor store. They didn't have it. I can't find it. So either one of two things happened. Either word got out, and this stuff is just beyond good, and everybody bought it up, or places don't know about it yet. So start walking in and asking for it. Start telling everybody, hey, where's the Point Brewing Caramel Apple? I mean, they've got – Cider Boys is good. Their first press I love. They, that is awesome stuff. But Cider Boy's Caramel Apple is on a whole other level. It, it's, it's, you know, uh, I had a, a buddy of mine who got it. He actually got it. He, he uh, sent me a picture. And his kid was sitting there looking at it. And he said, I gave my son, his son is like 14. I gave my son a sip. And he's like, oh, my God, Dad, that's so good. Uh, and he doesn't even like it when he gives him a sip of Pabst Blue Ribbon, he said. So, yeah, it's a little different. It's like. You got to be careful. This stuff is just that good. It's like going, taking you back to being a kid, man, and eating caramel apples. It's that good. But I can't find it anywhere. So hopefully maybe one of the quick trips near me. Get it real soon. Pick it up. Start stocking it. Found it at Woodman's here in Sun Prairie last weekend. Oh, yeah? Did you really? Bill, you, you occupy – you don't understand how much space you occupy in my head because I went grocery shopping last Saturday, yeah. and I walked so wait by a minute, the – Wait a minute. Yep. You had it. So yeah. you've tasted it. Yep. Tell me about it. Well, it was delicious. It was everything you said. You were the perfect salesman. It was exactly like a caramel apple. Uh, I could only drink two or three of them. You were correct about that right. as well. But, right. I mean, two or three is plenty. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But it was it was outstanding, and it was perfect for a, a cool fall day, which is what it was last wow. Saturday. Yeah, I'm telling you. This stuff is fantastic. Like I said, and Grant said, you can't drink like a whole six-pack. You'll get the tummy aches. But this stuff, man, for, a, for an after-dinner dessert beer – Mm-hmm. Or if you're going to have like just a cigar and you're not doing the sophisticated pinky out bourbon thing or something like that, and you want just something, oh, God, this is so good. It's so good. This is like when Rum Chata first came out and they were making it in a bathtub out in Pewaukee, Wisconsin. You know, and Rum Chata came out and there was a few bars in the area that had it and we're like, what is this stuff? This is like cinnamon toast crunch milk from your cereal. This is really good. And next thing you know, it's all, it's, you know, worldwide. I mean, it went crazy. And then you're drinking it with a straw in your own bathtub because <laughs> it's that good. This is the same kind of good. So if you find it, it's from it's from Point Brewing. It's a local brewery, for gosh sakes. And the best cider I have ever had with a caramel apple and the Cider Boys First Press. But uh, it's local, for God's sakes. And we need more places in the state to carry local. Holy mackerel. And our friends at Quick Trip probably will as well. Good stuff from our friends at Quick Trip. So asking over the first hour, who has gotten better? Uh, Cody says, Dontavian Wicks. 
Dontavian Wicks. He also says Dontavian Wicks is a better thrower than Jordan Love. <laughs> uh, by the way, Tom says he bought his in Brainerd, Minnesota yesterday at Super One Foods. Super One Foods. That's my kind of that's my kind of man up in Brainerd, yeah. up around Niswa and Gull Lake, having it. Oh, that sounds perfect. Uh <laughs> yeah. When you start finding it at the really obscure little places, that's that's just cool. I like that. Uh, Carolyn says, uh, "Hey, Bill, the Packers front office needs to realize that they made a mistake getting Jordan Love. Try starting the backup quarterback instead." That Carolyn at the end of the season they will see whether or not they figure out whether or not they made a mistake. That's what they'll do until then. It is all love all the time. And like I mentioned in the first hour, I mean, look at it this way. Jordan love is not all at fault. When you talk about the youth that they have at the skill positions, because it is the ability. I mean, the statistic alone, and I can't remember who brought this up. The statistic alone is that Jordan love is thrown into more tight windows this season than any other, any other quarterback. Part of it, it's his own decision-making. The other part of it is his wide receivers and tight ends are not getting separation because they're not paying attention to the details of running a route. So you have to throw into a tight window. Uh, but I will say I watched some of those, the the compilation of incomplete passes this past weekend, and there was a couple where it was just it, they were just bad throws. I mean, just bad. Just bad throws. Um. Joe says, uh, I'm backtracking on love, and I was trashing him yesterday. I'm not trashing him. I'm saying the exact – what is trashing, Joe? Call the program, have some balls, and call the program when you want to make a comment and tell me what trashing is. I wasn't trashing him. I'm giving you reality. He's not that damn good. I've said it from day one. I've never backtracked from that. I've never stood off from that. But I'm looking at things in reality. Yes. Is he bad? Did he make bad throws? Absolutely. Are there problems with the route running? Absolutely. You can't ignore both of them, and it can't be one problem or the other. It can be a combination of both. But the bottom line is that right now, with the coaching, the wide receiving position is inept. They're not running detailed routes. They're not getting separation. They're not running off their coverage. And that forces then Jordan Love to throw into a tighter window than what he would probably like to. Now he's forcing the ball downfield. He's not taking the checkdowns. And when he does, as in the, the case yesterday, trying to when I went back and looked at the film, and he's throwing an out pattern on a quick out to Aaron Jones coming out of the backfield, it was one of the most craptastic passes I'd ever seen. So is Jordan Love part of the problem? Absolutely. But I'm not backtracking off of anything because I point the finger in another area. God, that drives me nuts. No, you're trashing him yesterday. No, you're not today. Why? Yeah, shut up. Go listen to Martha Stewart. Figure out how to fix up your house. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Thomas says uh, Purdy had some god-awful passes last night as well. Yeah, he had he had a couple of bad ones, didn't he? Purdy, uh, but, but look, <laughs> what did Purdy win? Nine or ten straight in the league before he finally took his first loss? And even then... Don't forget, he ended up driving his team down to kick a winning field goal. And the field goal kicker missed it. And then the next one is um, that last night, um, McCaffrey fumbled. They had a missed kick. Uh, they could have won that game. They could have had the, – they, they could have won that game. So – 
Purdy did not have a great game. I'll admit that. But there were some other areas, too, that, boy. They, uh, they, they, you know, and again, McCaffrey, I mean, he very rarely fumbles. He's not a machine like that. But they hit him right, and as he was going down, he got hit again and coughed up the football and played with the uh, the oblique strain that he said didn't bother him at all, which is amazing to me. I mean, think about this, uh, Grant. We have – how many times have we seen a player in Major League Baseball leave the game with an oblique strain not to be seen from for a month? And yet McCaffrey gets an oblique strain, and he's back in six days taking a beating. Well, those only the most special athletes can come out. And that's why I respect Jesse Winker. It's really Jesse Winker and Christian McCaffrey, because Jesse Winker tore up his oblique in game one against the Diamondbacks and, and took an at-bat the next night. So it's, it's really the mo- only the most elite athletes that can, that can come back from an oblique strain. Right. Phil. Yeah, I, I, I guess. I, the Packers are just more banged up than other teams, it seems. I don't know why. I don't know how, but they just have so many guys missing time, and that's a bummer because yeah. they've had so much time off. And that's part of it, too, is that you have not had a full – now, I expect a full complement of Aaron Jones this week. And I'm hoping he's fully back. But if you lose Christian Watson again, then it does begin to limit, you know, your your downfield abil- ability and such. But, you know, like the caller prior to, you know, said, Doug uh, had called in and said that, you know, he thought that Romeo Dobbs has really, has really grown as a receiver. And he has. Uh, and that when Christian Watson comes in, they try to force him to football. And I get getting him back into the swing of things. But, you know, where was where – was, we heard so much about this big connection with Romeo Dobbs coming into the season, that this was just going to be something dynamic. He is, you know, he is the Devontae Adams to Jordan Love the way Devontae Adams was to Aaron Rodgers. And and I expected more, and I haven't seen it. So, yes, Romeo Dobbs has gotten to be a better player, but I don't know necessarily that he's become dynamic in any stretch of the way. Uh, Jesse said, I liked your topic from last week when you have to ask yourself a real honest look in the mirror, he has in parentheses, where is the talent on this team, and who is the biggest difference maker? It's certainly not the quarterback. You would have to say a Rashawn Gary player coming back from a knee injury or an offensive lineman who was capable of holding his own and even Aaron Jones. Beyond that, we don't have one, and that's a scary thing for a football team trying to make the postseason. I cannot disagree with anything you just said. I just I can't. That is that is a very real a very real notation. Your best player defensively, you'd probably say it, it was for a while the the staunchness of Kenny Clark, but Kenny Clark, even going into Sunday, I watched Kenny Clark get washed out quite a few times. Uh, not to say he had a bad game. It's just it, he didn't have anything. He didn't do anything that gave you a lot of um, a lot of staunchness in the trenches. I, I don't know how else to put it. Rashawn Gary is a hell of a player, and I can only imagine what he's going to be like next year when he comes back and he's fully healthy and it's an off season of just working on himself rather than working through heat rehab. Um. I would love to see Stokes come back and and really get into the swing of things with him and Jair. And Jair has, let's be honest, you talk about another guy that's 
you know, kind of starting to wear thin on people's nerves. It's Jair Alexander. You know, he seems to be always banged up. And when he is playing lately, he has not played great. Quarterbacks are, quarterback ratings against him are almost 145. He does, he, he runs his mouth a lot. And if you can't walk the walk, man, that, that doesn't bode well. And he's not been fully healthy for quite some time. He's been in and out pretty much since he came on the scene. Now, when he's there and he's healthy, he is tremendous, usually. And, you know, those two together should amount to a really successful secondary. Maybe it could end up being one of the best secondaries in the National Football League, but you can't keep him on the field. And that's been a big problem. And you're really hoping that Devondre Campbell's able to come back sooner rather than later. They need him in the middle. You know, so I, I, injuries have taken their toll, and especially on frontline guys, and it has been a, a frustrating thing to watch. But even so, with all the stuff that we've talked about regarding the defense, the defense has held their own. The problems have been offensive more than anything. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Would love to hear from you. Hey, if you are a day like today, man, you want to get out, you just want to swing the clubs, maybe you're not going to go play nine, but maybe you just want to go swing and kind of keep your swing in check. And that's Lux Golf Base, L-U-X-E, Lux Golf Base down in Franklin, Wisconsin. Whether it's this weekend, today, they have heated tees, so you can play in you know pretty frigid temperatures if you need to and you want to. They have food that's served outside, beverages, bar, all that kind of stuff. They've got Blend next door. They've got a new pizzeria uh, just down below the Lux Golf Bays. I mean, a lot of good stuff going on in Franklin. Go to Lux, L-U-X-E, LuxGolfBays.com. That is LuxGolfBays.com. More of the Bill Michael Show coming. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. All right, Team Pella, listen up. Thanks, John Kuhn. Customers love our products with limited lifetime warranties. Check out these big plays. Incredible innovations like blinds and shades between the glass. No interference on that play, Coach. And stylish windows with hidden screens that make game days a breeze. Can it get any better? It can. With monthly payments as low as $19 per window, $75 per patio door, and a free quote at PellaWI.com. Let's go. Whether you're looking to replace older damaged windows and doors or just wanting to revamp the look of your home, Pella offers a wide range of styles and materials to match your home's unique design. Hurry, take advantage of monthly payments as low as $19 per window and $75 per patio door at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Get your free quote today at PellaWI.com. 6.99 APR for 120 months. Certain restrictions apply. See showroom for details. Offers at 1031-2023. to have you back. Hey, a reminder, coming up next Wednesday, we're going to be at Nuts Deep 2, heading to Marshfield. Marshfield, we're coming your direction. Looking forward to it. Cannot wait to get there. Really excited about it. Uh, by the way, being in lacrosse last week, uh, it was a blast. Had a great time down at Buzzard Billy's, and I am still telling people 
about that buffalo chicken burger thing that I ate. That was absolutely the hush puppies are as big as meatballs, but the the buffalo chicken burger. Oh my god, was that thing good? That thing was, or actually, it was a chicken sandwich, buffalo chicken sandwich. It wasn't a burger, but it was just fantastic. So I uh, highly recommend if you're out and about and you're in La Crosse, that is a great place, great place to go. Buzzard Billy's on Pearl Street in La Crosse, terrific fish fries on Friday. And then after the fact, head upstairs, check out the Starlight Lounge, and get yourself uh, a good mixed cocktail of some type. The Starlight Lounge is just awesome, a 1950-style cocktail lounge just right there on the second floor. So Buzzard Billy's, Pearl Street, La Crosse, Wisconsin. Stop in, tell them we said hi. I am getting uh, two things. Uh, One is that, uh, first of all, Jeffrey says uh, he stopped into a liquor store in Stevens Point, thought he would need to go to the brewery, but no. Found Cider Boy's Caramel Apple right there. Loved it. He also said, uh, by the way, LaFleur still looks totally confused on many times on the sideline. Could uh, be his, could be a head coach, or could be a high school coach, he says. Jeff says, just knocking Coach LaFleur. There you have it. Uh, In the meantime, uh, Steve says you can get the caramel apple through Total Wine and more. However, you can also order it online. So I was thinking that Total Wine might have that. I don't know. Little uh, on-air producing. I know there's plenty of spots in Milwaukee you can get this cider, Bill. And our guest who is chiming in here, Jim Ozarski, should know all about that. He's here to talk Bucks and this Giannis extension with us. I was going to say, us. yeah. I was, uh, and I wanted to bring that up. We got Jim Ozarski with us, and that was the big breaking news yesterday was that Giannis has signed. And, uh, Jim, first and foremost, uh, welcome to the program. And it, it's a joyous day in Milwaukee, something that I thought was going to happen, but I don't know why the rest of the world thought that Giannis was going to New York or Miami or Boston <laughs> or L.A. or whatever, because I know all those franchises are reeling a little bit today. Yeah, over at, at JSOnline.com, I wrote, that's my, my column off this, is, is why this continues to be a surprise. Um, I don't know. This is his third extension in Milwaukee. Um, now, I, now the timing is a surprise. Look, Giannis told us October 2nd, Bill, I'm not doing this. I'll sign this next summer because right. he can make upwards of another $80 million. So we are hoping he will come speak to us after practice today and maybe tell us what changed in the last three weeks uh, financially because obviously Damian was already on the team. Adrian Griff was already hired. Um, my understanding, talking to some cap guys who, who know this stuff, is that, you know, maybe signing two two-year extensions as opposed to one four-year can be a little more lucrative for him. Um, kind of hard to project that, Bill, because the, the, you know, the, the NBA is still waiting to secure these new multi-billion dollar media rights. But obviously that's coming, and so maybe the Bucks and Giannis' team were able to, to kind of say, hey, this is what we think it's going to be. A lot of money's coming. Hey, you know, meet us in the middle here, and, and while still giving you some of your flexibility financially, and, and see where the team's going. But Bill, he's under contract now through Damian Lillard's contract. So right. this this group is all together for the next two to four years. Yeah, the only guy that isn't, and that's on a one year deal, is Brooke Lopez. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, Brooke is through this year and the next, Bill. So okay. so Brooke and yeah, Brooke and Chris. Uh, the next two years, Chris has an option in the third year. So, you know, th- this 
this window has been extended with Damian Lillard. Now, obviously, yes, guys are getting older. <laughs> that will will be the thing to watch. But clearly, Giannis is still in his prime. Damian Lillard, look, averaged 30 points a game. So, yes, even though he's into his early 30s as well, Bill, look, when guys the, – when the top 1% <laughs> begin to decline, that decline is a little slower, and their peak is still that much higher – than anyone else's, and clearly that's what the Bucks are banking on. Um, I, I want to go back to the honest money thing in a minute, but I, I also have to address, I really thought it was a terrific move when Terry Stotts came because he had co- head coaching experience. He was somebody that Griffin could lo- like lean upon in certain moments. I, I thought he was going to be a terrific bench coach. What happened? <laughs> yeah, so very nebulous word here, Bill, but what I – heard from both parties is that the fit wasn't there and now what does fit mean I don't know how specific any one thing was Adrian Griffin and Terry Stotts didn't know one another they never taught they they never worked together their coaching trees if you will never really crossed over so I think what happened was Terry's looking to get back in he's been out for two years John Horst has known Terry he knows Adrian right there's your connection and my understanding is, hey, Terry Stotts, this great offensive coach, wants to get in. He wants to work here. Adrian's like, yeah, why, why wouldn't that be a good idea? And, Bill, I think after a month of camp, four preseason games, they kind of go through the, the crucible of a 10-day, three-game road trip, very regular season-like. And I think they just got to a point where it's like, I, I don't think this is working and Terry Stoss says, hey, a week left, a game left, let's just cut bait. Why, why If it's not working now, right. why press it in a regular season when it really counts? So I guess Terry's going to have to you know, maybe address this whenever he does get another job, if he chooses to. But I do feel it was just, hey, these two guys tried to give it a go, and it just, it, they just never connected. Which is disappointing because I really thought that, uh, you know, the first head coaching experience for, for Coach Griffin, I thought, man, it's great to have somebody that's been there, done that on that staff. And uh, I'm, I'm disappointed it didn't work. Not to mention the fact that I just like Terry as a person. Terry's just a, a, a really good guy. So, But I also know Terry can be outspoken. I mean, he's got a lot of firm beliefs. I mean, that's ultimately what got him run out of town under George Carl's regime. Remember that, you know? Yeah, and, and, and look, Adrian is also – everything I've, I've heard about Adrian is he's also a stand-up guy, but also clearly has his own methods. He is the head coach. So I, I think that's why it ended the way it did was these two guys, like, look, what, why make this a thing? So, yeah, it, it was a bad look on that particular day. It was surprising. But obviously now <laughs> with this extension – Maybe the way they get playing, it, you know, people aren't really going to remember this bill if it goes well. But obviously, you, know, you kick this seven months down the line, or some other issues come up. You know, maybe right. you look back at it and say, did it did this forecast something? But as of now, Bill, um, it just seems like two guys, veteran coaches, who again didn't work for whatever reason, and they decided to part ways. And and you know, hopefully, it's it's for the best for each. So let's get back to, to Giannis and the money. Did anybody – I know that interview that he did, and I'm not quite sure what it was in. What was it? Was it The Athletic or whatever it was or that podcast where he said it wasn't about the money. It's not about the money anymore. It's all about the championships. 
And my question is, if it's, I hate it when a player says that because they're an out-and-out effing liar. Why sign these huge contracts? Why not say, hey, I'll, I'll take minimal. I mean, I've made $200, $300 million. I'm getting $20 million a year for a Nike shoe contract. Here you go. Let's spend some money and get some additional guys in here when we go to free agency when we're going to need some people <laughs> at the end of Brooke Lopez's contract. Why do they say this? Does anybody ever ask him why would you say that? Well, to his credit, he – so, yes, he, he did say it on Ross Geiger's podcast uh, initially, hey, it's not about the money, it's about winning. Ross Geiger, a former Bucks employee, befriended Giannis, famously drove him around Milwaukee in the Subaru 10 years ago. Right. On October 2nd, on media day, Bill, Giannis clarified. He said, yes, I said it's not about the money. It's about a lot of effing money. <laughs> and, he sa- and, and the reference point there was, he could make another $80 million in the summer. That's, that's why he was saying, I'm not going to sign it now. It's not about the money. It's about the, the big, big dollars. So mm-hmm. to Giannis's credit, he did admit, no, it, it, it is about the money because it's about <laughs> almost, almost right. $100 million more. So what's, what's changed in the last three weeks, that's the part we, we need to hear from him. Um, what, what did the Bucks do or what did they say and your financial team and your agents say – is beneficial to you um, to do this two-year deal. And again, it, it sort of sets him up, Bill, for if you include this, he now can sign three extensions with the Bucks as opposed to two. And generally speaking, when you're talking about expanding salary caps and media rights deals, my guess is they, they think there is far more money, in their his words, a lot of effing money <laughs> that, right. that, that he can – he can sign for and remain in Milwaukee for the foreseeable future. So I appreciate that because I never begrudge a guy to get their money. I just, I hate it when they say it because it's, it's crap. I mean, but then again, at this point in time, Giannis now moving forward is playing for legacy. He's not playing for the money anymore. He's now playing for legacy. They put a guy alongside him who can help him get to that particular point in the legacy that I think he's trying to attain. The window is open for at least two years, I guess, right now, fully before they have to start making some roster tinkering changes. So give me your thoughts on how, first of all, him and Damian Lillard have kind of come together and have gotten along. And then secondly, give me the level of performance you expect. Yeah, I mean, look, on the basketball court, it's such a natural fit. I mean, you you did trade point guard for point guard. And while Damian Lillard is a walking Hall of Famer, and look, Bill, the the Bucs, single game scoring record 57 points by Michael Red. Damian Lillard surpassed that like five different times already in his career. He is that level of scorer. Um and so maybe he's even six, seven more times. So the fit is perfect, honestly, Bill. It's on a basketball level, every scout I've talked to who knows these guys doesn't know how their team is going to defend that once they truly get their timing. And now that's the thing. It will take some time. They, they've never played together. They both are used to shooting it 18 to 20 times per game. And, oh, by the way, Chris Middleton's over there too. So it's, that part's going to take a little while. Giannis has come out and said it. Um, after that Memphis game, he's like, look, I, I don't know how long it's going to take. Could be take a month, two months, all-star break for all of them to figure it out. But – their talent level bill is so high that I think anything less than a conference finals trip at this point. um, And if they were to lose the Boston in seven games, 
would it be disappointing? Sure. But you're seeing, okay, this is now building um, to something, which is again, getting to a finals, maybe winning another finals. And that's what this is all about. Um, the last couple of years, Bill has shown, you can't guarantee this stuff. The Bucks have been the best team in basketball. <laughs> and then Chris gets hurt. And then Chris and Giannis gets hurt and it changes everything. So at least for now though, that, that high, that, that talent level is higher than it was. Um, and it should be really, really good for the Bucks. Uh, real quick, before I let you go, bench player-wise and scoring-wise, where's it coming from? Yeah, off the bench, they're going to stagger uh, Giannis and, and Dame. So they're, they're still – and Chris, they're still, those guys were gonna, are going to be out there to lead that second unit. Um, Bobby Portis is still – look, if Giannis is healthy, Bobby is back to being your true six-man. And, and look, he's a double, walking double-double. So I think Bobby coming off Team USA, don't underestimate that. Guys who play for Team USA usually have career-type seasons. So Bobby could be really good. Um, I mean, Pat Connaughton, Jay Crowder are still in the mix. I think, Bill, the big question is, where does Marjan Beauchamp fit in? I don't know at this point. Um, but for sure, it's, it's going to be the staggered stars. Look for Bobby Portis to have a really good season also. Jim, it's always great to talk to you, my friend. Great job. And then uh, the big one coming up tomorrow night. Do we know the starting five for sure? <laughs> uh, I'm cur- We're curious if Adrian will announce it. We, I mean, Malik Beasley feels like that fifth guy, Bill. I mean, he's started all preseason. He's had the toughest defensive assignments. If he's not the starter, it'd be sort of a shock at this point. Always great, buddy. We appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon, okay? All right, sounds good. Looking forward to it. Absolutely. There you go. That's our buddy Jim Ozarski. Jim, by the way, is going to be a regular contributor to the Bill Michael Show. I'm proud to say that uh, we are crossing the T's and dotting the I's to our uh, our second hire, so to speak. Love it. Love the fact that we got Jim coming on for this season. So we're going to set it up and talk to Jim Ozarski almost uh, at once a week and talk some Bucks basketball with Jim. But great to get him on the program. Great to talk to him. And give us some of that insight. I, I'm so disappointed. I really wanted to see Terry Stotts and Adrian Griffin work well together and just kind of be this terrific balance. But I get it, man. If you got two strong-willed head coaching style personalities in there, it, that, that's, you know, it's, it's better to duck out than to create a problem. And, uh, and you know, sorry to see Terry go because I really like Terry Stotts, but uh, I completely understand it. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. I had a great time in lacrosse, and I got a chance to meet Craig Every and his dad, and uh, the, the second and third generation of Every Plumbing and Heating, and they've got a lot going on. They've got so many things when it comes to plumbing, whether it's water heaters, if they're installing uh, the in-floor water heating systems, uh, if they're doing renovations, they're hiring plumbers, they're doing so much in that area, but also... It's the simple things. It's the maintenance stuff. It's getting your furnace checked and your boiler checked before the real cold weather gets here. So many different things that's going on right now. In this third generation of plumbing and heating, every plumbing and heating, in La Crosse, Trampolo, Monroe, Vernon, Jackson counties. And I love the fact that I, I say, hey, how's the advertising doing? He's like, oh, my God, people are talking about it everywhere. Did you hire John Bill Michael's show? It's awesome, awesome stuff. So give him a call, 608-783-2803, 608-783-2803. Again, 608 608- 783-2803. That's every plumbing and heating out there in La Crosse. They're all over the place out in the uh, western portion of the state, and they're great people on top of it. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show.
on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. The all-new Potawatomi Casino Hotel has something you gotta see. Play more slots and games, and you could say, show me the money, to reveal up to 10 grand each Thursday. 800,000 in prizes is up for grabs. 40 winners each week. This October and November at Potawatomi, Milwaukee, when you're ready to win, just say, show me the money. More info at PaysBig.com. Must be 21 years old and a club member to play. Covering it all today. We got uh, Zach Halperin coming up here in a little bit. We're going to be talking with him about this uh, Badger game coming up this weekend. Badgers got a hell of a win. We didn't really address it too much uh, yesterday because usually it's a really it's a heavy green and gold Monday. But what a good win! Uh, it, it, it was it was an ugly game that ended up with. Maybe you could call it kind of like when the Packers beat New Orleans. It, it, it was an ugly game that came up with a lot of moxie. And you really liked it. You love to see a, a, a true freshman quarterback get that kind of a comeback win and to give you some confidence moving forward now. That is short-lived because here comes one of the best defenses in the country in the Ohio State Buckeyes. Uh, I know Camp Randall's going to be rocking. It's a night game on Saturday. I understand all of that. It's it's just it's Halloween weekend. I mean it's it's going to be wild out in Madison. I I can only imagine. But uh, I this is and let's not forget. I mean there's a little extra juice here. You know Luke Fickle was a guy that was an interim head coach at Ohio State. They passed on him. They went with Ryan Day. And Ohio State has had success, but the kind of success that Ohio State expects, it, it's it's not where that program wants to be. They've had some real opportunities to win some big ball games. They haven't been able to beat Michigan. They haven't been able to win in the uh, in the Final Four. And you know the Michigan thing is more of a sticking point for me than anything. And I think Ryan Day can walk on the field and beat maybe, you know, nine out of the 12 teams they face without really doing anything. And I think he has fallen woefully short. So Luke Fickle, who went into Cincinnati and was recruiting extremely well in the backyard of the Ohio State Buckeyes and did a hell of a job and took a Cincinnati, you know, again, I'm from that area. My friends are from that area. My family's from that area. Nobody in their right mind would have ever expected the University of Cincinnati football team to be in a Final Four, ever. They just existed. They, you know, I my high school. I'm playing on Friday night. We drew more people to our Friday night games than Cincinnati ever thought of having, and yet Luke Fickle took that program to a Final Four. So this is kind of a. This is your litmus test. Where are you? Now, it's first year in the program. We know there's a lot of blemishes. There's a lot of work to be done. But this is, the, uh, this is kind of like your litmus test because you're going you're gonna to see the Ohio State Buckeyes again down the road. But it's kind of a little bit of a juice game for Luke Fickle this week. I, I got to imagine. Got to imagine. And then the Buckeyes, they come in here 
after beating up on Penn State. And it didn't look great. I mean, early on, that game, that was a back-and-forth game until Ohio State started to extend. They grind on you. That's what they, they – they're like what Wisconsin used to be. They can run the ball. They can throw the ball. They grind on you. Big offensive line. They can get after it. And then come third and fourth quarter, you're just – you're defensively, you're kind of worn down. They start to extend the lead, and then they can end the game with style points, and that's what they've been able to do. But – uh, this is kind of like where uh, my concern is that the the Badgers offense just simply can't score. Um, you know, if I had to, to to guess an outcome of this game, God, I I want to say like twenty eight to six, but it may end up being more than that. I mean, it, you know, Penn State's defense is is good. They got a good defense, and Ohio State was able to put up thirty plus on them. So I'm um, I'm a little I just don't want to see Wisconsin get blown out. What I hope I would what I would love to see is even if Ohio even if Ohio State wins a game, what I would love to see is a 24-17 type of game. You know, a close one that you know, hey, you're in it. You 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 know, there's no moral victories in a loss usually. But this one you could take one away. That's what I'm kind of looking for. That's what I that's what I'm kind of hoping for. Grant, is that that a fair assessment of where uh, this Saturday night is uh, when it comes to Badgerland? Yes, it would suck if they have that crazy awesome comeback and this moment around Braden Locke and Fickle and Longo, and, and they finally, even if just for one game-winning drive in the fourth quarter, they put it together, and then they come back a week later and just get rocked. You know what I mean? That would that would right. be a really big bummer. So I agree with that. It would also be a bummer to lose, you know, 24 to 17 and, and feel like you have a chance for the whole game and then come up short. But I guess that would be much preferable to, to getting rocked and getting blown right. out 100%. Yeah. Right. Completely agree. Completely agree. So I'm that's what we're kind of hoping for. So we're going to be talking with Zach Heilprint uh, coming up here in just a little bit. We'll talk with him about, you know, the Badger program, the big win. I, I, I And one thing I did not mention, and I know I heard Ebo talking about this in the morning show, how if you had to, if you are a carnival, um, a carny, Okay, and you're sitting right there in the uh, midway of the Wisconsin State Fair, Grant. I'm going to paint the picture for you, okay? Okay. So give me a minute here. You're a carny. You're sitting there right on the midway uh, of the Wisconsin State Fair, and up and down the aisle, you've got all kinds of stuff. You've got where you can throw the rings, and you can throw it on the pop bottle, and you're going to win yourself a giant stuffed animal. You've got a falafel stand across from you. You've got uh, the big funnel cake stand. You've got the, the giant uh, dogzilla, the corn dog on a stick. And next to you, you've got those, those small basketballs you're trying to throw into a hoop, and you're trying to win stuff. And then right in the middle of it is Grant Bills wearing a top hat with that mustache that you have, and you've got a cane, and you've got a microphone around your neck, and you're tapping the cane on the ground, and you're going, step right up. You can either have me guess your height or your weight. And up walks Brett Bielema. Step right out of there. Let me take a look at you. And you would say, uh, oh, what do, you, what do you do? Oh, you're the head coach of the Fighting Illini. Okay, uh, let's see here. Oh, boy, that's a mighty giant big old orange sweater pullover thing you got there. Uh, so what would you guess his weight at? Oh, my God. This is not what I was expecting. I, I was thinking about corn dogs and basketballs, and now I'm thinking about <laughs> Now I'm thinking about Brett Bielema's so, gut. Unfortunately, so, so is Brett Bielema. Yeah, no kidding. Um, Jeez. I mean, what, three? He's got to be 300, right? He's got to be pushing 370. Whoa. He's got to be. He's got to be. I've stood next to Brett Bielema when he was pushing 280. 
and he's he's not that much shorter than I am. He's a big dude. He's got to be pushing three three fifty to three seventy. I he is as big. He looked like he was going to pop on the sideline. I've never seen him that big. Like wow, what are they feeding him down there in Champagne? Well, he Holy wears the crap. the big windbreaker, and then it billows in the wind on the yeah. sideline when it's, it's so it like that doesn't do him any favors. And I don't know that Blaze Orange is the perfect uh, like you walk around the woods in November, you'll see plenty of people walking oh. through the woods who weigh that much in big Blaze Orange yes. bibs. It's not a flattering yes. color if no, you have a no. big belly, so that doesn't help you. Okay, you come to Milwaukee, right? You drive through Milwaukee. Oh yeah. And you, okay, so you pass the Pettit Center this time of year, correct? Yeah, that's the. Is that the skating center? Yes. Yeah. Yep. And out out front this time of year, for those that don't know, they have, and I don't know if it's Spirit Halloween or whatever it is, but they have a giant inflatable pumpkin, and I'm talking a full blown store. It's huge. It's a giant inflated pumpkin. And underneath the inflation of this pumpkin is where they put all the merchandise uh, for Halloween. And it, it's always it's always a big deal in the city of Milwaukee for whatever reason. Oh, the big pumpkin's back. Oh, my God, pumpkin, a pumpkin, a pumpkin, pumpkin. Oh, my God, a pumpkin's back. People go crazy because, oh, we got to watch the pumpkin being inflated like it's a thing. But then again, in the state of Wisconsin, we kind of look for anything to sit down with a fold-out chair and throw some beers out and watch something, you know, happen. We'll tailgate but, them blowing up the right, big pumpkin. Why right. not? So it's huge. That if you put a picture of the giant pumpkin and Brett Bielema side by side, you don't know which is which. It he's huge, huge, and to watch him just like oh that excruciating face, and I didn't know whether he had he was in pain because of the loss or he had to poop, one of the two. But man, the picture of him <laughs> in the paper in Illinois. I thought that if you put up a caption contest, one of the two, it was either the pain on his face after the uh, the Badgers beat him or the fact that he couldn't wait to get off the field because he had to poop. One of the two. But, God, he's gotten huge. We haven't even talked about that. But, man. All right, let's do this. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break. That's enough about Brett Bielema and uh, him having a face of poop. So we're going to go ahead and take a quick break. We're going to uh, get back at it. Uh, stay tuned. we got more of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. All right, Team Pella, listen up. Thanks, John Kuhn. Customers love our products with limited lifetime warranties. Check out these big plays. Incredible innovations like blinds and shades between the glass. No interference on that play, coach. And stylish windows with hidden screens that make game days a breeze. Can it get any better? It can. With monthly payments as low as $19 per window, $75 per patio door, and a free quote at PellaWI.com. Let's go. Whether you're looking to replace older damaged windows and doors or just wanting to revamp the look of your home, Pella offers a wide range of styles and materials to match your home's unique design. Hurry, take advantage of monthly payments as low as $19 per window and $75 per patio door at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Get your free quote today at PellaWI.com. 6.99 APR for 120 months. Serve restricted supplies. Showroom for details. Offers on 1031 Welcome back to the program. Good to have you. 
Bill Michaels Show. Continuing on. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. If you want to give us a shout, by all means, go ahead and do so. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, This one's from uh, Jake. We were talking about the Packers a little bit earlier, and he said that uh, from what he can see, he likes the progression of Romeo Dubs. Dontavian Wicks can have some impact on this team, and Quay Walker is getting better. Uh, He said uh, the jury is still out in Devontae Wyatt and Christian Watson. Um, And then he goes on to say that he believes that once you get the full complement of starters back, this team will be substantially better how much better i don't really know i all it's all going to depend on the route runners and jordan love uh he says then in, at the very bottom p.s not a big believer in jordan love i don't think he's the guy um uh I, i've kind of felt that way but i'm still hoping to see something you know i'm hoping to see something over the next couple of weeks, you know, now that, now that you're in a rhythm, you know, now that you get, um, now that you get your normal work weeks together and you start going through your process. So let's hope that things begin to rise, but I'll I'll say this, uh, you know, I know today I was kind of flipping around and they were talking about the Packers and the hopes are no longer for the postseason. The hopes are just to become respectable and something to build on moving into next season. But I'm just hoping for better things. Scott from Fort Lauderdale, how are we looking? Just checking out some of the people over in the live stream. Good to have you. Good to have you. Sue? Come on, Sue. Come on, Sue. She's mad at me for making making a light of Brett Bielema. Come on, Sue. Don't be a Karen. There's nothing light got- about Brett Bielema. No. <laughs> More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next.